dynasty. Ain't it fantasy? The sports talk radio show could turn galaxies. But in a good way, cause my dude Blake and Nicky knows what's up. Making no mistake, and they got what it takes to run this. Not only the job, but they truly love it. Join it for who? Only you, the fans, and it's only you who can help them. It's bad. This show is taking over slowly, but surely. I hope you're keeping up my wordplay. Ain't quite wordy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, episode number 30. 30 episodes. Big 3 that, that, that Every single time that we hit, like, a marker like that, like, I'm going to do this for, like, episode 50, everybody. It just, it seems surreal to me. Because the last time I tried to do this, which was, oh, eight years ago, tried to do it on my, on my own, and it... We'll admit that that did not last very long, but wow, 30 episodes and got all, got all of you still hanging here with us. That's, that's amazing to me. Welcome in everybody. As I said, global dynasty sports talk radio, episode 30, Blake Plonsky hanging with you. As you heard already, Taylor Johnson hanging with me today. Just us two say, Hey Taylor. How's it going everybody? Ah, man. So 30 episodes. I just, I don't know why it just affects me this way. I kind of, I'm sitting back here and I'm just, I, I just, it's hard to believe. And eventually, and like Nikki and I, we've talked about this before, we're going to hit 200 and I'm just going to be like, we're still doing this. Like, like really? Are you going to get all emotional? Cause I feel like you're, uh, well, you're kind of going well, down I'm, that road I'm, right I'm now. Kind of little, I'm a little bit emotional right now at 30. I can't imagine what I'll be like then. Is it getting a little dusty over there? Yeah, isn't there some, yeah, yeah, this is, you know, some dust in the air, you know, stuff coming off of the shag Allergies, carpet. you know. Uh, uh, allergies. Uh, anyways, all right, everybody. Many forms that you can contact us on. Skype in, call in, Global Dynasty STR, all lowercase. Find us on Skype, call in. I'll put you through to Taylor, myself, and Nikki. You can talk with us for a couple of minutes. Be a host. Whether you agree with with us or disagree with us, talk about whatever you would like, something that we've already covered that you want to talk about or something that we haven't even brought up that may throw us for, for a loop. Hey, if you want to knock us off, off base a little bit and toss us a curveball, by all means. Hey, you know what? I kind of welcome that. That'd be kind of fun, actually. All right. Email in BlakeGlobalDynasty at gmail.com. NikkiGlobalDynasty at gmail.com. Email in, kind of like the calls, but in a text format. Email in, say your piece about something that you're angry about, that you're happy about. Email in about whatever, it'll get read on the air. Facebook, facebook.com slash Global Dynasty STR. Search for us in the search box if you're on Facebook already. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio should be the first thing that pops up. Give us a like on the Facebook. That's our main hub for almost everything that we do for all of our breaking news, 
all of our under the radar news, all of our shows, and just maybe just everything else in between. Lastly, the hub for all of our episodes, 30 plus now, now that I've been doing a couple of special editions on my own, soundcloud.com slash global dynasty str, all lowercase. Go to SoundCloud, listen to every single episode at your heart's content, as long as that may take you, because I still haven't figured out how many hours we've actually done. I kind of, at this point, don't want to. And we're only at episode 30. Once we get to 200, I'm not even going to try anymore. Listen to them at your heart's content. Share them with your family, your friends. Share the love that you have with our show, Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, and let's build the Global Dynasty Nation together. All right, Taylor, before we get into this, anything else that you want to get into? Um, no, let's just... Let's just do this thing. You know what? No, I want to do that first. I actually want to do that. On Sunday, the U.S. was rocked by another mass shooting. Just a crazy guy goes into an establishment, shoots a bunch of people, knows he's going to die, just has no regard for human life whatsoever. 50 people dead. 53 more injured in the worst mass shooting in the United States history. When will this senseless violence end, everybody? I know that this isn't sports related. It's things like this that make people stop and think. But my question is, why don't we think like this all the time? Ever since I was, oh, 23, 24, and I finally grew up somewhat as most people don't mature until they're, I guess, mid-20s, so to speak. Why don't we appreciate life for what it is? Many people do, but also a lot of people don't. Because we can be here one minute and gone the next. Appreciate everything that you have. Taylor, you know what I mean? Oh, I hear you exactly. It's, uh, it's just senseless, and it's just, I don't know, it's... I, I, it's it's tough to put into words. It's it's frustrating. It's getting, you know, I'm just uh, I'm sick of waking up and seeing stuff like this almost every morning. It's 2016. And it seems like almost every morning we've heard something like this, or almost every day. And it's just I don't I don't know. It's it's just it's I, it, it it angers me. And I, I you know like you said, when will it end? Um, who knows. You know, it's tough to say if it'll ever end, unfortunately. Right. And and I know that it's because, you know, certain people hate the way we do things and they hate us. But I'm going to turn it back around on us, kind of. Maybe we're the problem. Not fully, but I know that we're part of the pro- problem. Look inward, everybody. Be a good person. Do something good with your life. No matter how big or how small, leave a mark for when you're gone. My mark and Taylor's mark, plus whatever else he's got going on in life, will hopefully be this show. This is what I want to leave behind. And you know what? That's good for me. I keep working to be a good person every single day, but my main focus is this. Hey, if it brings laughs to people and a smile on somebody's face, 
I'm cool with that. That's good enough for me. Do something good with your life, no matter how big or how small, and be a good person. Period. Okay, now that I got that little rant out of the way, we will get into our news here. As I said, first story that we got going on made me really happy for as happy as I could be in the days after the aftermath of Sunday, but Fletcher Cox, the Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle, was finally re-signed to a new contract. For those who do not know, Fletcher Cox was scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent after the 2016 season. The minute after the new league year was to begin, he was to be a free agent. The Eagles could not let that happen. And Howie Roseman, the Eagles general manager, came through with a $103 million, $63 million guaranteed deal for seven years. Taylor, what are your thoughts on it? And let before, before you start, let, let, me, let me get this out here. Do you think they paid him too much? Just the right amount? Uh, do you think that he'll still produce? That a lot of people don't live up to the contract, so he won't? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, whether they paid him too much? Uh, I guess uh, looking at it now, I would say possibly. However, if he can produce... Um, and keep going up the way he's been going up. He had, what, nine and a half sacks last year. He's probably going to easily hit double figures this year. If he produces and lives up to that contract, it's going to be, uh, it's going to wind up paying plenty of dividends for them. Um, you know, as much as I give you crap about the Eagles and this and that, um, and usually <laughs> rightfully so, uh, it seems like they're, heading, <laughs> of course, they're of course. headed down the right path. Uh, they, they got the quarterback, their franchise quarterback, hopefully in your guys' eyes, he pans out to be that way. Uh, they locked down a great defensive player. So, I mean, man, kudos to the ego Eagles for making this happen because, uh, you got to hang on to a guy like Fletcher Cox. Uh, he's going to be the cornerstone of that defense, uh, the leader of that defense. So, you know, looking at it now, I want to say, yeah, they probably overpaid him. But really, in the long run, uh, as long as he keeps producing and then it's all going to work out in the end. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, I, I really want to say something really bad about this, but I just can't. So kudos to your Eagles, Blake. Uh, they they uh, they definitely did something right here. So uh, they're definitely heading down the right path. Now, let let me give you my take on it. The Eagles from last year, Billy Davis, which until proven otherwise, I feel like the defense and being the worst run defense in the league and yada, 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 etc., was Billy Davis's fault. I still believe in the talent we have. And Fletcher Cox letting him go was not an option. And let me tell you why. Fletcher Cox playing at, at, at a defensive tackle position. Now, remember that mm -hmm. he played somewhat as a defensive end under Chip Kelly, but his natural position is he's a D tackle. Got 9.5 sacks while being double teamed every single play gets double teamed every time down still gets 9.5 sacks. And a key thing here is that he's a disruptor and the force fumbles that he creates. Now, why is this important? Olivier Vernon. Giants star defensive end got paid 
in the offseason, was a Miami Dolphin last year, now a New York Giant. As much as I want to belittle this, it's a smart move. They needed defensive help, rightfully so. Olivier Vernon has no forced fumbles, no fumble recoveries, nothing else besides tackles and sacks. Fletcher Cox has sacks, tackles, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, pass knockdowns, every defensive stat that you could ask for, and the guy's a defensive tackle. That is what people are not seeing. Uh, So many sports fans, they see the money, and that's it. They don't see what Cox brings, his stats, his leadership abilities, and what is asked of him to be a leader on the team, and more so. Vinnie Curry got his money in uh, March or April, I want to say. Don't quote me on that. Vinnie Curry got his money. Vinnie Curry has 15.5 sacks in his career. Actually, it actually might be less than that. I don't have it in front of me. While playing 30% of snaps. Now, why is that important? Vinnie Curry, without Fletcher Cox there, I don't think he does as well. I think Vinnie Curry's talented, but Cox being the disruptor that he is and the nuisance that he is and his ability to get to the quarterback and you and the fact that they double team him every play, that gives the guys on the outside at defensive end and his fellow D tackle, Benny Logan, so much more room to operate. Plus Connor Barwin, Nigel Broadham on the outside linebacker positions, uh, uh, I'm forgetting our uh, draft pick last year injured his knee. Uh, Jordan, uh, da, 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 da. that's going to kill me the rest of the episode. My point is, is that just Fletcher Cox being there creates ha- creates open lanes for other people. You get what I mean? I hear you. Um, and, and you know, just reading what other people were saying, um, especially Jordan Hicks. Uh, hey, there There's you go. His name. All right, there, there you now go. You can, now now you can sleep easily tonight. Absolutely. Um, but, go oh, on. Sorry right. about that. Uh, let me – okay, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, when they took on Buffalo last year, and Rex Ryan, who everybody knows, I mean, he's defense, whatever. He took notice of Fletcher Cox. You know, Fletcher Cox made an impression on him. That should tell you things right there. Um, and really – everything you, you hit the nail exactly on the head. Um, everything you said, um, the way his play, um, is just excelling. It's, it's, it's going to get better. Um, he's what, he's going to be under Jim Schwartz, I believe this year. Correct. All right. Correct. And I think that's only going to help him. Um, so really, like I said before, he's the cornerstone of that defense. Um, and you just elaborated on that even more, um, with, even better examples than what I could give. So um, really this defense is heading in the right direction. Um, It's only going to help out that, that offense. So, you know, I said that they overpaid, but really listening to your arguments, uh, he's a lot more valuable, like you said, than people think. So I might have to rethink that statement, but, but no, you're a hundred percent correct. And uh, like I said, I got to give it up to the Eagles. Um, they had to, they had to re-sign him. They did. They made it happen. Um, now it's his job to go out and produce to live up uh, to that contract. 
All right. Moving on to some baseball news. We got two baseball stories for you. Last night, one Ichiro Suzuki, who seems to be the ageless wonder at this point, at 42 geez. years old, passed. Uh, I said, geez, I didn't realize he was that old. Yep, 42. All right. Ichiro Suzuki last night passed the one Pete Rose, who some people called the home, the hit king. I almost said home run king. Excuse me. The hit king, Pete Rose, for the most professional hits of all time. Now, the number currently stands at 4,257. What is the debate here is people adding on his hits in Japan. Even Pete Rose disrespected Ichiro by saying, all my hits were in the majors. You know what, Taylor, before we started in our pre-production talk, I said I didn't want to get angry. I'm going to get angry for a second. Pete Rose, let let me just say this. Pete Rose has no room to talk. He did what he did, but he's a disgrace. And he's a and he's got a gambling problem. And that's not I'm not calling out gamblers in general. That's a problem for people. He gambled on his own job, basically. As a manager, as a player, doing what he claims to love. He goes, I'm gonna make some money on it. Yeah, you're one to talk, Pete Rose. Ichiro is a class act, Taylor. Ichiro's never done anything wrong that I know of. I mean, after after the game, you know, he uh, I, I'm looking at a at a stock photo of him walking off the field, you know, tipping his helmet to everybody. You know, Ichiro is. I mean, he's just a great player, and you know what? I I'm gonna add his Japanese hits into his uh, Major League Baseball hits, and I'm going to call it good. Hmm. Okay. I'm torn on this one because, yes, Ichiro is he is a class act. He's everything you look for in a baseball player and then some on the field, off the field. However, I do have to say this. Pete Rose, what he did on the field, I'm not looking at what he did off the field, gambling, what have you. But when he played, he played his heart out. He had those all those hits in major league. So if you want to, you have to break this up when you compare Ichiro to Pete Rose. I think you have to break this up into: Do you look at professional baseball hits as a whole, or are you going to look at just major league baseball? If you look at just major league baseball, then obviously you got to give it to Pete Rose. However, if you want to look at professional baseball on the whole, whether it's here, Japan, wherever, um, then you know we can. You can, you know, start comparing them and this and that with their numbers, how at whatever. But I do, I guess, kind of agree with Pete Rose and say, hey, he got these in Major League Baseball. This was over here in America, MLB. This wasn't, you know, both in Japan, what have you. Because um, if you're going to do that, then you got to start counting, you know, everybody's hits, you know, when they play the World Baseball Classic and this and that. Then we got to start, if you want to talk about just professional baseball, then we got to start accumulating all those hits um, from when players are playing in that World Baseball Classic over in Japan, what have you. Um, So I'm torn at this because I do like Ichiro. Um, I think he's um, one of the greatest uh, baseball players around and, you know, of all time because just his, the way he approached the, you know, approached the game and, uh, his batting stance and he hit, it was just 
awkward, but good Lord, did it work for him and has it worked for him even at this age. Um, but if you're going to look at total hits and this and that, I, you got to either go MLB or professional baseball as a whole. That's that's how I stand on it. Fair enough. No, I, and again, now you making the argument I'm fine with. Pete oh, Rose, okay, yeah. on the other hand, I just kind of I kind of go, you don't have room That's to talk. That's Pete Rose, though, you for just you, don't, you, know? you just don't. It's just it's the fact that he just doesn't want someone to touch yeah. his record. Most people with records, they go, hey, records are made to be broken. Pete Rose is so coveting of his records because it's all he's got. Yep. I don't know. I guess, like I said, and my last point on Ichiro is simply this. If Ichiro would have came into the majors at 19, let's just say, like everybody else, or 20, or, you know, whatever, getting called up, or and whatnot, Ichiro probably would have got to the same spot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that line in the sand. But the hey, but hey, that's my belief that he still would have got there regardless. But hey, Pete Rose can say whatever he wants, and I, I'm I'm cool. I'm calm. I, I'm I'm. Well, I'm maybe done now. Pete Rose should just say that he gambled on baseball, and then we'd all you know be able to rest a little bit easier. But that'll never happen. Oh hell no! <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, our second and final baseball story of the week. The Colorado Rockies designated Jose Reyes for assignment. You guys remember Jose Reyes, the guy that uh, was traded from the Toronto Blue Jays for Troy Tulowitzki, uh, the guy who on vacation in Hawaii uh, smacked around his wife a couple of times or girlfriend or whatever she is to him. I have no idea. Until one man named Trevor Story got his chance and he got his chance because of Jose Reyes's screw up and Jose Reyes getting suspended. Trevor story got his chance and Trevor story grabbed the baseball and hucked it as fast and as far as he could and never looked back. And while he could not, Trevor story could not stay on the pace that he was at. He still is performing really, really well. And there was no spot for Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes also, you know, he's older, slower, not once the player that he was. I mean, and he got to go with the young guy. I mean, so, Taylor, really the question is here, what did the Rockies get out of this? Uh, they got a really good player in Trevor's story. Um, it, it's the, really, it's uh, the not typical, but it's, uh, you know, in sports, they always say if you get your opportunity, make the most of it. And Trevor Story is making the most of it, and then some. Um, he really knew that he had he had a great opportunity in front of him. He's taking the most of it and just running with it, I guess, or hitting with it, whatever baseball analogy you want to use. So, um, and really, Colorado is—they're what probably going to eat about forty million when this is all said and done. Uh, I think it is from uh, Jose Reyes's contract. That, that, that's. That, that's yeah. close. And they're okay with it because, I mean, what Story is doing, that's fine. They they have no problems doing that. So, um, yeah, you, you could either have a player like that or an older shell of Jose Reyes, I guess you could say. So, no, I think, uh, I think they did the right thing. And 
where Reyes goes from here, um, I don't, I don't know if another team takes a chance on him. I just don't see that. I agree. And, and what I meant by um, what do they get out of it is simply what did they get out of Jose Reyes? Yeah, really? that's true. Yeah, they didn't really get that. They, they got, they they got, got nothing out of the man. That trade kind of looks dumb from last year. but it, it, Right. It looks good depending on how yeah. you view it. But just in a Jose Reyes vacuum, it, just, it, looks it looks terrible. Horrible. But in the end, it, I guess it worked out. I, I guess so. But yeah, from that trade standpoint from last year, it it, it seemed like a train wreck. But yeah, they get they got a good story, no pun intended, out of it. So that Hey-o. was a good one. All that, right, and we're gonna, that was we're... a good one. I'm pretty proud of myself. All right, and hey, I can't top that. So we're going to move right along into our league coverage, and we're just going to go on with a high note. All right, first, golf coverage. As people know, if you're a big golf fan, the U.S. Open has teed off early this morning as we're recording on a Thursday afternoon. The first round is through. I got to start remembering these majors and stuff. You know, I was just talking to my girlfriend Tamara about this last night. And so I'm covering, you know, two major soccer tournaments, the Copa America, the Euros, NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup, which ended. Congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way. The U.S. Open. Do you get what my point is here? Mm -hmm. Like, again, and I told her, I said, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have it any other way. Doing this sports casting thing is what I love. And it gives me an excuse to watch hours upon hours upon hours of sports and i just go that's eh, my job so you know whatever but dang I, I i i gotta start writing this stuff down i tell you what all right so in forgetting that the u.s open was this week i apologize to my golf fans i'm a golf fan i still forgot we're gonna preview this a little bit and kind of run down the first round a little bit uh, let's see here. Bubba Watson tied for second uh, with a two under. Uh, Andrew Landry with a three under. I'm sorry, never nope. heard of the man. Bubba Watson, obviously, I've heard of him before. A major winner in the past. Let's see here, a couple other notable names. Lee Westwood, uh, one under at uh, tied for fourth. Uh, let's see here, notables, notables. Uh, tied for eighth, Martin Kamer. Uh, the German-born player, he's uh, even with par after the first round. Let's see here. Kind of. I will say one bit. thing, though. You didn't miss much because play has been suspended. So you, you, I think you missed about three-quarters of the field teeing off, but you still got that last quarter. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, it was yeah, suspended. Had a couple, okay, I didn't know I guess that. they've uh, had a what, couple. What, what for exactly? Uh, weather delay. They've had a couple weather delays throughout the day, so. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. I, I mean, again, you know, and when I say that I'm covering a lot of things, just to give people some perspective, I've got like three things going on Easy at once. Guy. Like I've got, I've got golf going on on my computer. I got soccer on my TV. I, I mean, in studio here, I've got a million things going on at once. Don't get me wrong. It's just because I don't have eight eyes. It's kind of hard to, you know. Anyways, all right, let's see here. Let's just go through the top 20. Let's see here. I was top eight. 
Uh, Zach Johnson, even after 11, uh, tied for eighth. Let's see here. Uh, Matt Kuchar tied for 16th at plus one through 14. Uh, Jordan Spieth, a man that many predict will win the tournament, and at rightfully so, also tied for 16th at plus one through 11. And that is your top 20. Uh, when you drop down, it goes to tied for 24th. So those are your notables. I mean, again, go to the leaderboard for everything else. Obviously, again, I'm a little ill-prepared for this, but I'm just kind of going with it. All right, now, like, we, like Nikki and I did for, I believe it was the PGA last year, and we're going to do this for all the major tournaments here henceforth, again, barring my brain and remembering things. But despite that, Taylor and I are going to give you two people or two big names that we feel like can win or notables, I should say, and one under the radar golfer that we feel like can win. Taylor, do you want to go first or um, should I? You know what? I'll go first, I guess. Hey, do you want to do, do you want to do like an exchange thing? Do you want to do one, one, two, two? kind of thing or do you just want to do all um, three well i can give you two of the big names that i think are gonna win then you can give two and then we'll both give our under the radar guy i guess you could say okay all right all right go ahead. well since i like the way he plays the game of golf um and uh you know, he's a he's a a young prodigy type i don't know what i'm trying to say jordan spieth uh, I mean, he's everybody's going to pick him. I'm one of those guys. So I, I think Spieth comes back. I think he wins it. Um, if he doesn't, then I'm going to go with um, – I'm drawing a blank. I just had his name up. Now I can't think of it. Jason Day, that's the other one. Um, so them two uh, I think are two of the hottest names in golf right now. Uh, Jason Day has yet to tee off, so I don't know how that's going to affect him. Um, so, but those are the two guys that I think, uh, win the U S open, you know, being the two guys that you just picked, I can hear severe golf fans and golf experts just audibly groan inside my own head. Just listening to that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just like, Oh, going out on a limb there. I did did the same thing, uh, as they were going through my head and I'm like, ah, whatever. That's a sure thing. (laughs) I can't, I I can't help it because I I really like those two golfers. I, I, I like the way they play. I like watching them play. Uh, they make golf fun, uh, to watch. So absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I've said it before on past episodes when we cover golf, I, I'm a Jordan Spieth guy all the way. I love the way he plays. I, but even more than how he plays the game, I love his character. I just love that. He's just a ho-hum, you know, he's just an, your everyday guy. I mean, he's kind of goofy mm-hmm. looking, yep. you know, and that kind of, you know, makes me feel better because I feel kind of goofy looking too. I know Tamara is going to hear that one and she's going to smack me for that. But, you know, it kind of makes me feel good that, hey, this guy who's ripping apart golf is just an everyday person Mm -hmm. like myself. You know what I mean? All right. So Jason Day for me. And let's see here for second. I do not or Jordan Spieth. Excuse me for me. 
I don't want to pick Jason Day. I don't want to do that. I want to be different here. Let's see. So have, how how much of the field hasn't teed um, off? Okay, oh, geez, I thought it, I bit. thought there was just a quarter, but it's almost half the field. It looks that. Yeah, way. there's a lot of guys they've yet to tee off. And with play being suspended okay, for the remainder of the day, That's... they're going to have to do 36 holes tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Let me see here. I'm just kind of. I'm just uh, scrolling through. Uh, uh, the guys who haven't teed off yet before I make a decision here. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to say something interesting. Okay. I'm going to pick Zach okay. Johnson. Wait, okay. Wait. He has a chance to win, but... And I'm gonna throw a curveball here, but in tr but in typical Zach Johnson fashion, it's gonna be the fourth round, and he's gonna fall apart, and he's actually not gonna win anyway. <laughs> Zach Johnson. Oh, that wasn't very nice. As true as it might be. <laughs> curveballs. Curveballs right, up in here. Right. All right. So you're under the radar guy. I... Go ahead. <sighs> I don't know how much under the radar he is because he is a, a well-known name, but he really hasn't done well in majors lately. I mean, he missed the cut in the Masters. Um, besides tying for second in the Masters last year, he was 64th at the U.S. Open, 20th at the, uh, the British Open, and tied for 18th at the PGA Championship. Um, but I'm going with lefty Phil Mickelson. Uh, I don't know how many people are actually picking him or talking about him uh, because I believe, you know, golf is going that younger generation. And a lot of the younger guys are overtaking these older guys who have been out here for seems like ever. But I'm going to go with Phil Mickelson. So be as it. You mean that you mean you mean the guy? Well, yeah, be okay, well, I'm not talking about that. Anyways. <laughs> No, I know. I, 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 I thought about that I right when I said, I go, oh, I wonder if he's going to bring this up. And you did. So good for you. But. Hey, comedy, comedy yeah, exactly. is half the show, my friend. <laughs> All right. My pick. I'm going to go with. Martin I thought about Kamar. that one, too. Uh, he's, he's tied for eighth. He's always right up there. And, and let's see here. Through 13, he's even through 13. So, I mean, I would have liked him especially for picking in someone who's under the radar or not too many people talk about. That's kind of my criteria for under the radar, so to speak, not some guy that, you know, nobody's never heard of, you know, kind of thing, but someone no one expects. Now, again, I would, I, I know that for all your golf fans out there, I know the top of the leaderboard is minus two. So him being even right now, isn't half bad. I just still would like to see him at least a shot up, but at least he's not, He's not a plus a couple of shots. He's even through only 13. So the first round isn't even over yet. He's right there. And as long as he can hold it together, because he's not a Zach Johnson type, got to throw a little bit more in there, a little bit of salt in the wound. I'm picking Martin Kamar. Watch now that I pick that tomorrow, he's just going to fall apart and he's going to yeah, all be our guys 81st. that we picked are. I got that feeling like we're just going to, yeah, it's going to be so an amateur, somebody that I, wins it, but 
you know, with with play being suspended and the weather being as it is, I mean, really, it's it's kind of wide open right now. So who knows what's going to happen? Absolutely. And there's one last thing that I want to say, especially about play being suspended. And again, and I'm not a professional golfer by any means. I'll, I'll admit I'm a short game player. I can barely drive the ball off of the tee box anymore. I I golf casually, if you can even call it that. My point is, is that even for, let's say, let's take Taylor, you and I, for example, let's say we get rained on and it affects play and we got to go into the clubhouse or whatever, and we got to wait it out. This is casual golfers we're talking about. Can, Can you imagine what kind of groove it takes what or what kind of steam it lets out of your day for a professional golfer? To have to have that rain delay and maybe not get to play until tomorrow when you felt really good all day. You've done thirteen to sixteen yeah, holes. I, you know what I mean? Let's see. I've been golfing a number of times. I guess uh, I never take it too seriously. I've been rained on once, where it was actually like a downpour for about five minutes. And when we got Ugh. back out there, I think we only had, I want to say, three holes left. We got to the point at that time where wow, the grass is really wet, it's slippery, we just don't care anymore. Like our focus, not that we really had a lot of focus to begin with, but um, it was gone. We we just wanted to get off that course. So I can only imagine being a pro golfer, having that mindset, concentrating everything. Uh, that, go, that whole golf is such a mental game. Uh, and to have something, and I think they've had a couple weather delays today, so stop and go stop and go i can only imagine like being a pro golfer and the 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 weather wreaking havoc on your on your game and everything i i I, know kudos to them guys because they uh uh the 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 concentration that they have for this game is it's unreal so um but after like one weather delay i'd just be like whatever i'm done screw it so I can only imagine having to be halfway out on the course, having to pick that up tomorrow morning, wait a few hours, and then golf your second round. Nope, that that would just be too much for me. No, that's my main point. So you know what? I hope that especially the guys at the top of the leaderboard because they've worked hard in the first round, especially the guys, you know, I you know what? I if I was a guy that finished, especially if I if I was a pro, I'd feel bad yep. for the guys who haven't finished because I yep. go, hey, I got through my round, you know, and now they have to pick it up tomorrow. And, you know, it just it just I know that there's no real fairness in sports. I get that. It just doesn't seem fair. Kind of. You know what I mean? It just uh, I don't know. All right. Here we got uh, two more topics for you in league coverage. Uh, round two, or actually the completion of round one, if they can get it in before dark, should happen either later today or tomorrow. Uh, Taylor, before we move on, do you know if they have just said they're going to finish tomorrow, or are they trying um, to get it in today? On the U.S. Open website, it says that play has been suspended for the remainder of the day, so it looks like they're going to have to pick that back up tomorrow. Okay. All right. So the the uh the remainder of round 1 will begin tomorrow for everybody all right two more topics here for you nba finals 
and an update on the World Surf League and Fiji Pro. Okay, first, the NBA. Taylor, game six tonight. Draymond Green got suspended. Uh, Cleveland won a game, so it's three to two now. Game six. Who wins oh, tonight boy. first? Um, my... Uh... I'm almost oh, positive it's at Oracle. Yep. I would are, bet are you sure? The last game five was uh, was at Oracle. Game six would be Cleveland. If it goes to game seven, it goes back uh, to Oracle Arena. Yep. You're right. Quick and loads um, Arena. Okay, you're you're right. My heart says the Warriors. My head says Cleveland, just because it's in Cleveland. Um, but with that being said, with Draymond Green being suspended, which was, we're not going to get into that because that I think was not the right call. But then again, I'm not a big Cleveland fan, yada, yada, whatever. LeBron cries a lot, but with, with Draymond Green coming (laughs) back and you know, he's pissed off. He is. And so Oh, yeah. That could hurt the Warriors because he might do something stupid again where he gets suspended again, whatever. But I don't think so. Um, and I think really the only reason Cleveland won game five was because there was no Draymond Green. Um, LeBron and Kyrie put up 41. I don't see that happening. I am going to say Golden State, though. Um, even though I said my head said Cleveland, that wasn't right. Um I'm going to say Golden State just ends this. I think they're just, they're, they just want to end this. And I think they go into Cleveland once again, win the NBA championship. LeBron goes back home crying, rethinking about if he wants to stay in Cleveland or not. So I think this is it. Tonight is the night Golden State wins it. I couldn't agree with you more. Now, I being that I thought it was an Oracle, I, I thought, I thought golden state all the way that that place is just an impenetrable fortress, whether you want to say band, bandwagon fans or not is irrelevant. That place is loud and it just, it's really tough to play there. Golden state being that they're hard to beat regardless, they have the most wins ever. So e- even taking that out of it, it's a tough place to play despite that. With, like you said, Draymond Green being just absolutely pissed off now. With that said, in the suspension, I don't want to get into that either. I agree with it only for the fact that Draymond has to learn to not put himself in that position. Whether he's a dirty player or not is irrelevant, and I'm not getting into that. You can't put yourself in the position, and then that's why he got suspended. It's just when, when you poke the bear too many times... It just, it, it, it bites you and he got bitten. He paid for it. But that said, regardless whether the suspension was deserved or not, I, yes, Draymond, I feel like is going to come out and be pissed. Now, whether if that's going to be a positive or a negative, it, I mean, that remains to be seen. I feel like he's going to take away a couple of rebounds from Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson, Cleveland Cavaliers player, power forward, uh, rebounding specialist like Draymond Green, but Draymond Green does so many other different things. The only thing that he can't seem to figure out is how to shoot the ball from two feet away from the rim. 
That's the only thing he can't seem to figure out. He gets assists. He gets rebounds. He gets a couple of steals a game. As long as the Warriors can play their game and, you know, the jump shooting game that they play and that they've basically perfected at this point, if Draymond Green can just contribute maybe eight to ten points, maybe, I mean, even a couple of points from the free throw line, you know, miss a couple of shots but get fouled. Go to the go to the charity stripe, get a couple of points. I feel like that's going to be crucial for Golden State tonight because LeBron does not want that fifth finals loss on nope, his I resume. Agree. And uh, one more thing that Draymond Green cannot seem to figure out is hitting other guys in the, uh, the I guess, privates. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Well, he, Junk? He, he's got like a... I, I don't know what it he, is. He, it's either his foot, his hand, whatever. I don't know what his deal is. But he needs to channel that energy into, like you said, grabbing offensive rebounds, doing this, doing that, just getting dirty, but not like Dennis Rodman type. You know, this, this isn't. Yeah, this isn't the, like the late '80s craziness. where you could probably get away with a lot of this stuff. You know, so. Um, but I, I just, I, I, I hope that it is a back and forth game and that it makes staying up later than usual worth it. Unlike, <laughs> unlike the other night when I, was I watched just say worth Golden it. State game and I kept waiting, uh, kept waiting for Golden State to come back and they started to, and just when they started to Cleveland would pull away. And I, so I, I just hope it's back and forth and that it's, you know, worth, the late night and making the early morning just worth it, I guess. I don't know. The reason why the reason why Taylor's hoping for that is I he's gonna be early. at work at it five happens. in the morning, everybody. <laughs> he gets up early. All right. You know, and and here is the funny line when you mentioned Draymond <laughs> uh, liking other men's privates, uh basically uh, there, there's a morning show uh, locally here that I've been listening to for over 10 years. And in their sports break, that's exactly what they said. They're like, you know, this Draymond Green character, he like has uh, this fas- uh, this fascination weird. with uh, other men's uh, privates. It's weird. They're, they're, they're like, they're like, is he a closeted gay man? Is he, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and, and they're like, you know, whatever you do, you know, by all means, but you know, like, he just seems to love to just rub up against other men's privates. Yeah, it's not something. like he hides you know, the fact. Like, either, I don't know. So I don't. What? I don't know. <laughs> I, he just has to be. He just has to be touching it, whether kicking Stephen Adams in the dink or or tapping LeBron James in the he, nuts he or you know whatever. Tonight, I I I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would right. be great. That, that, only, that only solidifies oh, what everybody man. else is thinking. That just solidifies it. Oh, man. Any, all right, everybody. Your NBA Finals, Game 6, tonight, ABC at Quicken Loans Arena. Cleveland either wins or goes home. And maybe, just maybe, the crying Jordan picture will finally oh, be replaced with cli- crying LeBron. Time will tell. ABC Game Six tonight, 8 p.m. Central. Be there. All right, our final topic for tonight, which is actually going on <laughs> as we speak. I'm actually staring at it 
as as we talk here, uh, the preview that I gave on episode 28, World Surf League Men's Fiji Pro going on right now, the finals as we speak, as I'm watching it, as we record here, four down to uh, eight men here. And lo and behold, just want to stroke my ego just a tiny bit, three of the four men that I predicted as champion are in the quarters. Your matchups are Medina versus De Souza, two of my guys. So it's going to be down to two of four, unfortunately, because only one of those guys can come through it. Old, the old guard, Kelly Slater against Dantas. Uh, Kelly Slater, I don't know how much more he's got in him because surfing, while some people don't think surfing is an extreme sport, it is. My favorite surfer still hasn't taken the waves this year. Owen Wright still recovering from a major concussion that he had that he suffered last year before the finals. So surfing more dangerous than people expect, you know, and then you got the sharks and whatnot. And it's just, it's all bad. You got, uh, you got Fanning, another, uh, Stillwart old guard versus Bu versus Buchan. Uh, Fanning should take that one. And while I stroke my own ego in the last matchup, I gotta take a shot at myself because I'm fair. Maddie Wilkinson, the guy who took first in the first two events, kind of fell off the map a little bit, and I said he wasn't gonna get anywhere close. I just thought that he had his day and that he just was kind of gonna keep spiraling down spiraling downwards. Nope. He is up against, in the quarters, against my actual pick. Now, Medina and De Souza, they were like 2-3. My main pick was Hawaiian John John Florence. The young kid got first in the last event, feel like he's only going to go up. I mean, he's in his early 20s. He's got his entire career ahead of him, barring injury, of course. Maddie Wilkinson, though, he surprised me. I'll give him his props. Maddie. Proved me wrong, brother. And like I said, and he's keep he's uh, still going. Quarterfinals on right now, and we will cover that next week. As I said, we're drawing uh, Global Dynasty episode 30 to a close. Just wanted to update you guys a little bit. Quarterfinals going on right now. Watch it live on WorldSurfLeague.com. All right, that's all we got for episode 30. As always. Call in, Global Dynasty, STR, all lowercase, Skype in, be a host for a couple of minutes, and talk with us, some of your favorite hosts on radio. At least I hope. Hopefully. One can hope. All right. I said Email hopefully. in, Blake. What was that, Taylor? Eh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're subliminally uh, don't, don't tell seeping our into the American public's mind. Secrets. Into the world's mind. I was trying to come up with a uh, <laughs> snarky-ass comment, and I got nothing. Anyways, right, email in BlakeGlobalDynasty at gmail.com, NikkiGlobalDynasty at gmail.com. Feel free, email in, say your piece, whatever you would like. It'll get read on the air by me, by Nikki. Okay, Facebook, Facebook.com slash GlobalDynastySTR. Like us on the Facebook. That's our main hub for everything that we do, for all of your big announcements, your breaking news, your under-the-radar news, your 
your discussions, your episodes, everything. Everything is linked through our Facebook. Go to the Facebook, facebook.com slash Global Dynasty STR. Give us a like. Share our Facebook with your family, your friends, and everybody else in between. Let's grow the Global Dynasty Nation together. Lastly, SoundCloud.com slash Global Dynasty STR, the hub and the main space to listen to all of our episodes. Every single episode we've ever done, except episode 13, still working on that, everybody. Give me some time, still working on that. Every single episode except one is up there. Listen to them at your heart's content. It might take you a minute, but hey, if you love us that much, we appreciate it. Listen to any episode you would like from the very beginning to this episode right now, once it's posted, and to your heart's leisure. Listen to us whenever you like. Those episodes will be up there for the rest of time. Or until someone <laughs> takes down SoundCloud, it like might Anonymous happen. or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, know why they would It'll go probably happen cloud, now. but you never know. <laughs> yeah, now that I said it, we predict the future no, here. No. Actually, I don't want those kind of questions. I don't want people calling in being like, what should I do with my next jo- job what opportunity? What are the Powerball like, numbers? Oh, geez, I we opened up Pandora's I box now. Oh, oh gee. Uh, okay, all right. Please do not bet on things that we say. I, I do not want that evil placed on us. Ah, uh, anyways, Taylor, yes, before I do have we get a question. out of here, who is that fun- one oh, guy that you words, did not friend. pick in your three? You have three of the final four, right? Who is that one guy that you did not have? Yes. Okay. I will have that name in two seconds. I, it was a couple of weeks ago. I don't have it off the top of my head. Once I see the name, I'll know it. Going to the rankings here. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, that's who I picked to oh, win. Atalio I know nothing Ferreira. about the sport, but was. I pick him just because you don't have him in the final four. So I pick him to win. I hope he wins. Oh. Uh, no, actually, you're 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 uh, you're mistaken. Oh. Uh, uh, I oh, picked him as one of my four. Okay, and he's already out. That's why I oh, said okay. I have three of four never mind in the quarters. Then. That's what never I meant. Never mind then. I don't pick him. Yeah, never no, mind. He, he's he's Get out. Get him out of here. I knew he wouldn't last this long anyways. <laughs> Running backwards 100 miles an hour. All right, everybody. That's all we got for this episode. Make sure to join us back right here for episode 31 of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. I will have a special edition later on tonight. I will have another special edition recap of the USA's Copa America game tonight. It's win or go home. The quarterfinals, the USA, United States of America versus Ecuador at CenturyLink Field in Seattle. Go big or go home. A review of that later on tonight or Friday tomorrow. With that said, that's all we got for you for Global Dynasty Episode 30. Make sure to join us for Global Dynasty Episode 31 next week for Taylor Johnson. I'm Blake Plonsky, and we will see you next week. And we are out. Peace. I own everything that comes in my way. Pedal to the metal because I'm strapped for time. Got to keep my wind from slipping sideways. That's how life goes upon the open road. Give me the keys. I'm packing my
seat. Turn up the heat, get the bump in the beat. Picking up speed when I don't see police. Keeping the street cause they be on the creep. Street to street, we pass it by. Moving along in overdrive. Spitting freestyles to pass the time. Losing my mind, the longer the ride. Can't put to the side to give it the rest. No clothes on my eyes, gotta give it my best. Stay in the lines and try not to wreck. Straining my neck on this difficult track. I gotta stay focused though. Fly, never been coasting slow. Grind, steady on overload. Find that stuff on that dope bro. Driving all alone up on the highway. Open opportunity don't pass me by. Try to stay awake up in the right lane. Those in trying to keep it open. I own everything that comes in my way. Pedal to the metal cause I'm strapped for time. Gotta keep my wisdom slipping sideways. 